Welcome back to the Metal Nerdery, y'all. This is Ron sitting in for Matt just for a second, just to open up the show here. Anyway, we got a. Uh, I'm excited to do this. This is my first time, y'all. This is cool. When y'all have a chance, come on down here at Kyle Lodd. Check us out at the Rib Lounge. We got uh, Russell. Hey there. And we got uh, Billy over there. That's me. He's that producer, dude. And then you got the dude that does all the other goofy shit, uh, that Wheeler guy. We are. Thanks, Ron. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Metal Nerdery Boys again. Welcome back. 2021. Mr. Katia. Today we're talking about, I think probably collectively, I'm going to go ahead and just ta- say. Here we go. It, it's tangentially all of our favorite. I think Ronnie's a favorite for all of us. Would, I, would, would that be wrong? A would, favorite what? A favorite metal person. Vocalist. Vocalist, singer, musician, awesomeness. Yeah, icon, metal icon. He's a fucking, he's an icon. Metal icon. Sure. Yeah, yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah, RJD, Ron James Dio is a fucking metal icon. I wouldn't call him my favorite, but Not he's an favorite. icon for sure. <laughs> well, he's definitely a metal icon for sure. Well, he's, he kind of brought in that whole. He was a blessing. He yes. was a huge blessing. That Dio is a blessing because <laughs> he added that whole mysticism and kind of like you know wizards and castles and dragons and magic and all that oh fun shit he had a d he oh, added yeah. a D element to metal he did absolutely which that's is a fucking great cool. way to put it actually and the way he yeah. wrote his lyrics like with the rainbow shit and even with sabbath and even his solo stuff and even to a degree some of the elf stuff i didn't find any of that i didn't have any of that in my catalogy clean tigers and shiny diamonds and shit. yeah but i mean there's a lot of metaphor I got I got to find that book. I've got a book at home. It's called The Encyclopedia of Metal. Uh, that's an on mic burp. And uh Ronnie actually did the forward, I think, for the book. He's just got such a beautiful way with words, man. Like just the way he says shit cuz you can just kind of feel what he's saying. It's like it's all mystical and magical and has all this weird shit to it, but like all through Rainbow he had that vibe and then it's like Sabbath almost kind of refined the Rainbow vibe a little bit. And then now with the solo stuff, it's like it's both. Yeah. Basically. I remember he passed away in 2010. And when, when that man God, left this planet, I wept like a fucking baby. Did you? I did. Yeah. That's why I'm worried when Ozzy goes. It's yeah, going to yeah, be inconsolable. I, I know I don't want to talk about it, but yeah. I think we all need to understand. I mean, come on. <laughs> but yeah. when Ronnie passed, it was somehow it was... It was weird. It hurt. For me, it was it, unexpected. Well, it was that too. Because we didn't know he was sick. Yeah, we didn't know. Because I think not too long he was uh, touring. around that time, he was still touring. Yeah. Uh, Heaven and Hell had put out, I think, The Devil You Know. Mm-hmm. And they just had the Dio years re-released, you know, which was like a greatest hits of all the Dio Sabbath stuff. So that was kind of shocking. I guess it was like when Jeff Hammond from Slayer passed away. It was like we weren't expecting that to happen. And I guess we wasn't ready for it. We wouldn't. Hey, we wasn't ready for it. <laughs> But yeah, man, it just affected me. It just because it was like you'll never hear that voice ever again. And at that point, I'd just seen the. Um, We're getting ready to hear it, Matt. I know we are, but I just got. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sam Dunn did a uh, metal documentary back in around that time. Mm-hmm. You know where he went back and kind of what the fuck is the name of it? It's it, it's his documentary that he did where he kind of tracked metal, the origins of it, and everything. Yeah. But Dio was doing interviews and shit with him. I love then. that guy's uh, documentaries, by the way. Oh, yeah. They're fucking amazing. Yeah. Oh, Metal, Headbanger's Journey. Metal Evolution? That, too. Yep. That, yeah. that was a Sam show, Dunn's, I think. Yeah, yeah, Metal, A Headbanger's Journey. That's the documentary. That's, that's did the documentary. Too. That's yes. the first one. And then the, the Metal second. Evolution was like a, a like a show. Yeah. yeah, and that was cool as shit because it was like he went into, if y'all don't know who Sam Dunn is, you're about to learn something today. Don't get schooled. Yeah. Go check that dude out, man. Go check out. Tell you what. <laughs> Damn, tell y'all what now. <laughs> Look, we got a psilocybin rub down here at the rib lounge. It'll just blow your fucking mind for like five hours. Come on down here and try it out. We got we got a wing special for Super Bowl Sunday. A wing special? Yeah. Dollar a wing if you get 666 Ooh. wings. That's what it's going to take. Come on down. They're pretty spicy, too. Satan came in last week, ordered some. He went out crying like a little bitch. And it's blue cheese. <laughs> Thanks, Ron. 
Yeah, he doesn't sound like a bitch. Did you ever hear any of the elf stuff? I did. Israel? I'm up. Yeah. I'm, are you pulling it up? I'm about to. What are you about to pull up there? Pull it up. Look out. <laughs> what's, what, what's going on? Close your eyes. Some, at least he's got something to pull up. Okay. I don't know what I'm talking about. Where's the uh, Sheboygan? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be there. <laughs> He was doing kind of like almost like doo wop kind of shit. Uh, yeah, Frankie like, I was trying to pull that out. But you can hear some of the elements because some of those kind of bluesy elements followed him through Rainbow and even through Sabbath. But you know, it's funny. I was looking for something the other night for Elf, and that song, for whatever reason, Hoochie Coochie Lady, it showed up as like a, it was either band or band and country or something. It's like what? It's like why is it band? Because like, it says. Coochie. I was going to say, is that like in Footloose Country or something? You can, you can definitely hear that he's got the power. Oh, yeah. It started there. You know? Yeah. And, and we don't have to bring any of it up, but... Um, <laughs> we don't have to bring it up. Yeah. Well, like we, don't have to, a, we don't have to play it, is okay, what I'm saying. But say it sounds like a The early challenge. Ronnie Dio. Well, he started... <laughs> we don't to bring anything up. Like Matt fucker, was saying, uh, Ronnie Dio and the Red Caps were like a Frankie Valley type. Uh, crooning doo-wop band uh, from the 60s. Now, you know what's funny? About- do yourself a favor if you're listening to this. Pull it up because it's actually interesting to see what he looked like in a little tux with his hair slicked back. And, Very you know, different. Yeah. You know what's funny? Apparently, he got really pissed off because I think it was either Mob Rules or Live Evil, but he was credited as Ronnie Dio instead of Ronnie James Dio. Yeah. And apparently, he got really pissed about his name being done like that and i wonder if it made him like think of that like oh i hate that don't, don't ever say that again so <laughs> i'm wondering where dio was not his last name no it was a uh, padavona padavona yeah but i'm wondering Italian. if dio came from like that dion like well well think about it dio i think in italian and or mexican and or spanish means god and if you remember you remember the dio logo yeah Remember if you, if you turn, turn it upside, it upside down, down, if you turn it upside devil. down, it's a devil. Woo, metal, all right. I don't deny the power of Satan. That's true, man. That was like seventh grade. We're like, hey, man. Don't deny the power of Dio. You ever seen the Dio sign on weed? See, back then, I was pretty, <laughs> it was funny because I actually had friends in, at church I used to hang out with back in the 80s, and there's one guy that was always like big into Dio and Ozzy. And that's how I kind of learned about Sabbath and that stuff going backwards. You know, I didn't but realize how much older show. he was. Who, Dio? Yeah. That was always a mystery. Well, he was born in like 42, song, so that would make him 78. I know, but for years, it was like, everybody was like, he was either six years younger than it said he was, or six years older. And everybody's like, wait, how old is Ronnie James Dio, really? Is he an alien? Well, if he was doing doo-wop music in the 60s. But it was almost like there was some sort of concern about credibility or something. Like, if he's older than this, then he won't be taken as credible. Kids. Like, he's The fucking metal community loves Ronnie James Dio. Yeah. But he was, he was, uh, he's like the guys that we follow, the thrash guys, they were big into Dio too. I mean, everybody will give Dio their Dio his cred because we would not have a lot of what we have without one Mr. Ronnie James Dio. Right. Some stats he passed on May 16th, 2010. So he was 67. Yeah, we're looking at the, we're in the alternate studio, the alternate metal nerdery studios. We're in the underground bunker. We've got a relaxer sub bunker that's underneath the bunker. And all we have to do is hit a button and it's like instant relaxer. It's, fucking awesome <laughs> we might just stay down here because you know everything else is <laughs> everything else is falling apart but you know down here we got you know ron's got like a pipeline straight from the rib lounge comes into here so it's pretty cool so he was born he was born to it on the july 10th 1940 deuce ronald james patavona sounds like he should have his own italian restaurant doesn't it hey welcome to ronnie's hi welcome to patavona 
Would you like to try our spaghetti? I guess my f- first experience with Dio would have been um, the video hour that came on after school. I think it was Channel 36 when I was a fifth or sixth grader. Uh, Cousin Brucey had his uh, video show that came on. And it'd run for an hour or two, I think. I didn't have MTV yet because I wasn't one of the rich kids. But Yeah, I remember that was always the thing. Oh, the rich kids have cable. Yeah. yeah. So, But I remember Which seeing video? the video for um, uh, Rainbow in the Dark. And B-b-b-b- yeah, blown away. Couldn't believe the noise that was coming out of this guy's mouth. Even even Ozzy had that comment to say. He said he couldn't believe that such a powerful voice could come from some, some somebody so small because you know, yeah. Ronnie was kind of vertically challenged. I think what caught me though, I mean, honestly, you think about that album, um, that Holy particular Diver. Holy Diver particular yeah. album. Well, it was the album cover. Yeah, yeah. You album, see the cover album cover was amazing. Oh, I got to get that. Oh, yeah. yeah. But when I saw that video, the video I saw way before I heard uh, any other song, and uh, that keyboard line was so damn catchy. Oh, yeah. That was hooky as shit. Yeah. And then the guitar solo in that, you know, freaking um, Vivian, Vivian Campbell, the guitar solo. I don't know. I thought (laughs) I read somewhere that he could never play that solo live the same way as he recorded. Like a couple of accidents, perfect accidents happened while he was recording. Sometimes that happens, though. It's like Kirk Hammett had that happen when he was doing the solo from Master Puppets. Like he pulled a somehow he rounded a string to pick up and it created this crazy high note. Mm. He could never replicate it. And he tried over and over and over. It's like sometimes divine intervention just happens. (laughs) But uh, looking at the history regarding the name, my vision sucks ass. Yeah, he Johnny took a name Dio. from a. He was probably well, friends. There's a couple of different stories about. Another has it that Patavona's grandmother said he had a gift from God and should be called Dio, God in Italian. Yeah, hey guys, this is Millie. Yeah, my new pasta line coming out this fall. It's Speaking a, of Italian, it's called uh, Diolini. Uh, yeah, I think I think you're really gonna like it. Check it out. I'm gonna be serving it in all my restaurants. I'm doing the uh, the post COVID salad bar tour. I'm really excited with Creato. So anyway, uh, happy 2020, everybody. Thanks, Millie. 2021, Millie. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry, I've had a little too much relax. I apologize. <laughs> anyway, back to the kitchen. See you guys. See you, buddy. Uh, Millie. Well, shall we delve into? We've heard a little elfishness. Can we hear a little rainbowishness? Yeah. Now, I think my second Dio experience was seeing the video for Man on the Silver Mountain. Really? Man, yeah. You know what's funny is I actually heard that back on like 96 Rock. They used to the, play it. Yeah. Rest in peace, WKLS, before right. you were a corporate drone channel. But they played Man on the Silver Mountain, and that was before I really knew about Dio, even, or even before I saw like the videos. And then yeah. later I figured out, oh, wait a minute. He, you mean he used to be in Rainbow? Wait, he used to be in Sabbath? Yeah. Because I started doing that, the the backtracking, I guess, to trace the roots and whatnot. Well, you got the, the Dio and then the Gillian fellows, and they're both same for Rainbow and Sabbath, right? Yeah. yeah. There was even connections in Dio's solo band. I think Jimmy Bain came from, uh, came from Rainbow as well. Gotcha. But the Rainbow stuff, man, some of that is really... Because I like Deep Purple, but something about Rainbow had a different kind of... And I dropped a shit ton of music out there. Obviously, if we listen to this whole five-hour show, but <laughs> but there's some there's some really excellent ones. Man on the Silver Mountains where it started for me. Yeah. In terms of when I first, first heard it. heard it on 96. Yeah. I remember seeing the video for and it. And everybody will know that riff. It's almost like Smoke on the Water. Yeah, exactly. Same kind of vibe. They used to play that all the fucking time. Listen to the lyrical imagery because that's the kind of theme that he stuck with throughout pretty much his whole career. this come out mid-70s late 70s can't learn without asking questions Russell I think 
75. 75. Yes. That's heavy, man. Something killer. Uh, you know, there was a Ronnie James Dio compilation cover album that came out not too many years ago that had a bunch of metal bands doing basically covers of Ronnie James Dio songs. And both Dream Theater and Metallica have done covers of Stargazer. Yeah. Which is from Rainbow Rising, which I think I've determined is Metallica one of my did a new medley. favorites. They did a medley. They yeah, also I it was included, pretty good. It was awesome. It included yeah. a Light in the Black, Stargazer, and I think Terra Woman. Terra, yeah, that was it. Terra I, Woman's cool too. Stargazer's, yeah. I was kind of impressed by yeah. that. Yeah, nailed it. Heavy metal people. It even kind of has that Dio sound. That's got a little stoner vibe to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely. Now that I listen to it, I can hear it. can like hear kind of like Dio has a very unique signature he's like Eddie Van Halen nobody mm-hmm. else sounds like Ryan James Dio right period the end of story check that out back in the library the end another good one um, one I found kind of by accident was Rainbow Rising by the way is probably becoming one of my favorite favorite albums but one of the songs Run With The Wolf the one right under Stargazer that one is killer I like that one too, but that one lost. Change the guitar tone. Yeah. And you gotta have it also. You know what I mean? All it needs is a little bit of overdrive. But you can hear it in his voice that vibe, though. It's like the Dio vibe. The magicalness. There's a hole in this guy. Yeah, see? See? It's forward back shadowing. Kinda. In reverse. Yeah, it's like reverse back shadowing. That's it. <laughs> what? <laughs> reverse shadowing. We had a new term. I'm so proud. <laughs> Don't wrestle well. Yeah, Rainbow Rising. At some point, we'll have to do a dive on that because that album, it was like I was listening to every song. I was like, fuck, I dig that one. I dig that. Should I just put the whole fucking album out there? But all of that's good. And he went from Rainbow to Black. Children of the Sea. Live Evil Style. This was always my favorite version of this song. Yeah. Yeah. I, like the I love the original, but this one just, I heard this one first, so I guess. That's the guy. That's the guy. That's your guy. That's your guy. want to talk to that guy. Let get up Yeah, it's palette, you know. 
think Jack Black and Tenacious D did such a good job. Yeah, yeah. Hail to Tenacious D for giving Dio the props that he needs. Because, well, he did. He, and that was no bullshit either, because that was all love coming from oh, the yeah. Tenacious D camp. Neon Knights, I, I think, even though we're talking about Live Evil, which is the the first released live Black Sabbath album, but it was with the Dio era stuff, so it only had Heaven and Hell and Mob Rules stuff on it. But they opened it with Neon Knights, and that something about that version is just killer. It is right underneath the one you all currently own. Mm-hmm. You know, this dumb French guy again. Now shut up. <laughs> This album was uh, it was all Dio era Black Sabbath live album first Black Sabbath live album and the same year Ozzy released Speak of the Devil where it was all Black Sabbath right. songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we used to joke so much about we don't know what I'm now. It used to be a contest like me and Bill would like think of how many different ways that Ozzy say we can do it now. It's the very first song I ever wrote in my life. At the old Fillmore's. <laughs> you guys remember that? What do you want to hear? All right, we'll see what we can do. Is everybody high? <laughs> so am I. Okay. If you had to pick between the Heaven and Hell versus Mob Rules, band wise, not band wise, album wise, Heaven and <laughs> Hell or Mob Rules, which would you pick? Mob Rules. Billy? Um, tough, tough one for you? Five Evil. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, that, that's that's copping out, and it's not an option either. <laughs> the options are A, A, Heaven and Hell, B, Mob Rules. I love Mob Rules. I like Mob Rules. Something about the I feel both, of that one's way, different. Rules, I do but... love them both, but something about Mob Rules just has that extra. I might have to go with Heaven and Hell. Sauce. Yeah. Really? Why Why more so Heaven and Hell than the Mob Rules? Um, Good sir. I'm just looking curious. At, looking at the track list. Hold on. Oh, oh my God. Did you hear that? Is that I a mean, burp or a belch? Neon Knights, Children of the Sea, Lady Evil, Heaven and Hell. I mean, it was quality front to back, no doubt. Both both, both of them were, but I think Heaven and Hell almost had a darker feel in a way to me. I mean, I like that. Not that I didn't like Mob Rules. It's something about just the vibe to Mob Rules for me. Plus the angels on the front, having Joes. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> angels, yeah. That's definitely better than the... the Fucked up looking weird dudes on the outside with them sheets that are all blood. It's like they're wearing tampons, man. It's like, what are they doing? Heaven and Hell is like the anthem for that era. Yeah. That it framed era. it nicely. Yeah. yeah. I think it so. did get I, nice. I agree with that, but the song, The Mob Rules. That's a great song. That's a killer and, um, I love Falling Off the Edge. Of the I've song. got that on the yeah. list. Yeah. Billy, can we give that a listen? God damn. <laughs> it's right there. I already put it out on the drive. It's not like you got to go mine it in a field or something. Like how you grow water. Hey, y'all, it's Selma May. They make water in mines, I think. Falling off the edge. It's number four. It's right underneath where you is. Yes. This is a good song. 1981. 40 years old. Yeah. Holy shit. balls. Little 
so you can't turn it off before it gets to the killer roof part. There you go. It's coming now. Notice the evilness is coming. for this song over time like when I very first heard it back in the day wasn't as jazzed about it but like it was a grower for me that's what I'm saying it's a deep cut grower take that however you want <laughs> it was a grower and a deep cut <laughs> vagina boner <laughs> Things just come out. Sorry, threats <laughs> acting up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck that came from. Well, I can Admit, Russell, that's a busy fucking riff. That was riff. awesome. I almost like they have a DT or something. That's weird. Might be like E flat, possibly. Probably not standard. I'm G. hearing like a. You mean like a tremolo effect? Stressed like note in there or something is kind of strange. But that's a busy fucking riff. I actually yeah. tried to learn to play that because there's a lot going on. Like tone, the nimble thimbles. That that's not a mistake. I mean, no, it's got a lot going on with that. moments uh, i may have mentioned this before i don't know which one's first but there are moments of this song this is first before rhyme of the ancient mariner oh yeah oh yeah this is 80 several years okay this is 80 uh, check out our 1980 episode i can see what you're saying it fits yeah and it goes on and on <laughs> it just Sometimes shit like that sticks in Fun fact, I don't know if I stuck it out there or not. I probably didn't. Gross. But from the Heaven and Hell album, actually on uh, my wedding cake when I was Mayride at the end of the last decade, that's decade, with a different emphasis on the syllables. <laughs> but on the cake, I actually had a line from uh, Wishing Well. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was like, uh, <laughs> I can't remember it. <laughs> Wishing Well by Terrence Trent Darby? No, Wishing oh. Well by fucking Black Sabbath. Oh, sorry. Shame like on you, Russell. Well, I command you to... Wait a minute. What they used to make them do for punishment? Flatulence? Or or they would flagellate them? I used to think that meant... what they do? Just fart on them just to punish them? That'd be pretty brutal. Gonna get some flagellation. <laughs> I'm gonna adore you with farts. Flagellation. It's like flatulence and adulation. I have spent the last fucking 10 minutes looking for this damn meme I wanted to show you, but I can't find it. Fuck it. I'm giving up. Shall One we, day shall I'll we, send it to you. Shall we hear some mob rules? Absolutely, sir. Since that seems to be the age that we live in now? Yeah. Sorry. I'm all about the unity and healing, people. 
<laughs> Even though if we're being really fucking real, let's be honest. It's mob rule of thought out there. Be safe. Think for your fucking self. And always remember Ronnie. Columbus. Oh, come on. Come on, man. Here we go. That's just good shit right there, friends. Sign of something cross if they go from here. I never listen to this shit, and I'm mad at myself right now. I should be, instead of listening to all the angry sh- uh, talk rate or whatever, right. I should be jamming this on the way to food to get a better mood. Dumbass, that's my problem. Listen to fools. The mob rules. So don't fucking listen to fools. Unless you're making me laugh. You got a sign? Yes. Because I've got to. Love this tune. Sign of the Southern Cross. From the same album. got that stoner metal kind of feel though that slow this is the like, beginning of it yeah, is... i know but it's like now that bill said that it's like that's how i hear it so, oh yeah thank you for that there's a rainbow that will shimmer when slow. the summer falls if an echo doesn't yeah, don't question but that's bill ward correct no that's vinnie episode okay so bill ward was going to bill ward was only on heaven no, he didn't make it to the mob rule cut i didn't know if he was on mob rules or not did you say which episode vinnie his brother played in blue murder i think in the 80s carl Wasn't there a Carmine? Carmine, that's what I don't know what I Carl. I got a joke where the punchline is fuck Carl, so that's why I was wondering. <laughs> that's not the Southern United States cross, just in case no. you're wondering out there. No. Is it supposed to be like the the Southern States of Satan cross? I think it's the Southern... Or like the Constellation? Southern Hemisphere. Oh, Southern Hemisphere. I always never could figure out when he said eight miles high about to fall. It's like, okay, is he talking about coming down from Coke or mushrooms or what's he talking about? Eight miles high? The who? I don't know. Maybe. Stand up and shout. Yeah. Yes, please. Yes. Please tell me I'll put it on there. I'm a ding dong doofus if I did not. No, I did. Uh, That's a a regular. That's angry. It's the same old song. You gotta be somewhere sometime, and then never let you fly.
had that wobble vibe to it. Oh, it doesn't even sound like Miami. It sounds almost thrashy. Speed? It's not army. I'm gonna sleep. Dave, you. You know you've got to want it all. Almost like you said horigami. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Let it out. Whoa. I thought that was such a kick-ass way to open the album. It's like yeah. the ultimate, even when it gets to the end, that stand up and shout. You know what's funny, though, is yeah. when I bought this album, or tape, I remember the first, this is one of the first cassette tapes. Ever. Cassettes? It's one of the first ones I stole. I think I, I should get past that, that to get to... Um, Holy Diver? Holy Diver. Yeah. yeah. Just because... Not Holy Diver. No. Rainbow, Rainbow in the Dark. Dark. Because that yeah. was the song I knew. Yeah. Right. I believe that's also... Did I put that on there? Yeah, what we do don't need to play that one, though, do we? I don't guess we have to. Um, what else were your personal fave picks off of the Holy Diver? Perhaps Deep Cuttage. Even though it's not on there, one of the ones that's like been a grower for me over time has been Shame on the Night, because I always thought it was like... I like that one. I always felt like it didn't really fit with the rest of the album in some way, but at the same time, like as you listen to it, it kind of... It's like a good way to wrap it up. Don't talk to strangers. I love that fucking song. Holy Diver, Shame on the Night. Yeah, let's do Shame on the Night, Listen to that hellhound. That cover, too. Come on. Yeah, that's probably one of the most badass album covers in metal history. Bane always had that killer fucking bass sound. That big fat in your face geezer sound. Caught in the middles too. That's yeah. good. That's a good one too. Straight through the heart. That whole album really yeah, front to back. Heart, yeah. Really front to back. You yeah. can't. For places I've been, it's all good. Have the black light poster of that. Oh, oh yeah. I, bet that I don't know killer. what happened to it. I should still have it. So, oh, dude, I if you can't find, find that, it, I know. they're so that freaking expensive on uh, Are they? eBay. Like the original one. Like if you have like an old school. One. I mean, I had one from when we were teens. Right. That's when I bought it. I had it. the Leds Up on Stairway to Heaven one. I've got that one too. Yeah, but it's it, not black light. But I have the. I saw one of those. I saw the one I had <clears throat> on eBay for like two grand. Holy yeah. fucking yeah. shit, turd balls! Really, I can't. Damn. Like at, at some point, one of the moves I've done, that's the one that I can't, that deal one is the one can't, I can't. We'll find. have to scour yeah. the house to see if we can find that one. I mean, I've, believe me, I've looked That'd be everywhere. Badass. Unfortunately, I can't, you know, I can't have black lights in my house anymore. Because yeah, now, go. whenever you turn on the black lights, it just looks like a fucking planetarium. Grow house. <laughs> Especially in. It's like star clusters all over the wall. Good old Milky Way on the Georgia. carpet. And yeah, it's pretty bad. They got the. What do you call them? Uh, planes that fly over with the... And the vapor trail shit? The, it's a conspiracy. No. It's contrails, no. Matt. No, it's not. They look different. P- picking up the UV... Oh, the, va- the vapor trails? <laughs> yeah, it's weed vapes in the sky, bro. Oh, the last in line. It's uh, chemtrails. Chem- chemtrails. No, they, they... We rock. I can't oh, think to Oh, oh. My favorite... Okay. I'm being a little tartical here, but my favorite We Rock version. Did you remember the first time you ever saw the music video for We Rock on Headbangers Ball? No, I do. It was a concert. It was a concert video. It was a live video. It was live. And remember, this is the mid '80s, so like or early '80s. So technology's like you know, it's like finding a new color. It's like, dude, we got to use that in everything, bro. Mm -hmm. So they had like a fucking. It was just them playing. But they had like a screen with like, you know, weird shit doing like the Dio logo and it was doing all kinds of crazy stuff. But it was them playing it live. And the first time I saw like Vivian Campbell doing the shredding thing, it was just it looked like he was just barely moving his fucking fingers. It was just like Anyway, that goes back to our shred episode we talked about earlier. 
that that's another one I think that pretty much front to back it's quality all the way through. My favorite, uh, of course, I like the always like the pop song, but I love the last in line. I just the beginning of it, the way it kicks yeah. in. We are coming. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. It's the perfect build up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot about the fucking video. The bicycle. Oh, yeah, that was great. Oh wait, hold on. Let's back that up. It is to replay. Ramps, man, was cool in the 80s. Watch <laughs> now on the old keyboards. Yeah. Wow. That's what I had, yeah. I forgot about this fucking video, man. Oh, I remember Adventure. Or Adventure. One of those. Yeah, Dio always had the the parallel imagery in his lyrics. Evil, divinity, and good and evil. It's the same thing, just a different way of saying it. We had shiny diamonds. Peanut butter and chocolate. (laughs) Pizza and Mexican. That's kind of the same logic for me. (laughs) Well, I mean, it kind of is. It's like you're both... Two of my favorite things. I like Breathless. I thought that was like, there's actually some songs like Breathless and I Speed at Night. Like, I Speed at Night can almost be like a thrash song. He's Motorhead. Oh, yeah. That's what I have. Tell me it's not like Priest Motorhead stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Turn them shits up a little bit. I mean, that's at least like motorhead style, at least like highway metal. Yeah. Yeah. Says it right in the title. I mean, that's busy as shit. I was always kind of spoiled because I liked the. It was like as soon as Dio like slowed down, it was like oh, like the faster Dio was always more fun to me. Still love Dio, but it's like I like the faster shit better. Shout out for being hateful that way, y'all. The speeds at night. The speeds at night. That, that's code for he used to do cocaine at night. That's what that means. He didn't do cocaine. He might have. I don't know. Everybody don't did in the so. 80s. That's why it was the 80s. There's a little snow mixed in out there. Is there? Huh? Yeah, it's in the rain. It's it's raining and oh. snowing. It's, it's a common. Raining snow! <laughs> from a frozen aided sky! Yeah, frozen aided is a fucking word. Let it go, man. Hey. Oh, here we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, can we hear a little breathless? Oh, my God. <sighs> the 
it's a creepy way to open a song with headphones and all you hear is <sighs> I especially it was just me especially in covid world <laughs> I think, I think Ronnie's going to dedicate Breathless to COVID-19. That's probably what he's going to do. Dedicated to the play. So you had uh, Holy Diver in 83, and this came out the very next year. Well, that was back when they would turn albums around quick, you know? I mean, they would just yeah. go in, bang them out, and release well, and them. And they only had 10 songs on an album back then at the most. Yeah, yeah I think the... I like Holy Diver better than this one. Do you? Overall, it's a better album, I think. I mean, last to line, it, it shows them flexing in other areas, you know, like with the keyboards and things. Maybe they didn't do as much on Holy Diver, but... Holy Diver is more consistent. It's just overall. I, mean, I still dig this one. It's just a different Yeah, it's different. Feel. Yeah, I like it, but I like Holy Diver. Holy Diver is one of those all better. the way through all the way. I think yeah. the first two, Holy Diver and Last in Line, are good front to back albums. And I'm not saying the rest of the stuff wasn't, but after these two, it seemed like the next few had a couple of really good songs on it and the rest of the stuff was just kind of there was some decent stuff from i mean i like sacred heart and dream evil but of course you know sacred heart was the last one with vivian campbell and then dream evil was the first one with craig goldie right. on guitar and i like those for what they are but i know for a lot of the dio fans like at the time it was almost like after last in line it was kind of yeah okay yeah we're dio's cool yeah okay it's almost like everybody kind of sort of lost the Dio hype, I guess. Well, and I think for us, we kind of moved into thrash. We moved into the thrash zone, yeah. That's, that's about yeah. the time that happened, yeah. Because yeah. I didn't keep up too much with Maiden, Dio, you know, much beyond Maiden, like 80s. stuff so. like that. Yeah, but we all, well, not we all, but at least, we at least all. for me, I, we all. I kind of did the same thing with Maiden. Like after Seventh Son, I was Graduated. Like, tapered yeah. off. Gra- graduated or just sort of got distractified and moved on, on to other to, shit? To, we, we got heavier and heavier. I was on, you were just like me. We were on the quest to find the heaviest music. And- yeah, Dio back then, that was kind of like where it was like, he's fucking metal, bro. Definitely. It's like, he's not thrash, dickhead. It's like, it doesn't have to be thrash. He's fucking Dio. Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of like good classic Cruz. medical. Right. Molly Cruz. Medical. <laughs> medical. Medical. <laughs> Hey, this is Dr. Ron. We got some medical metal down here at the Rip Lounge. Well, it's the same, same story with Motley Crue. They came out with uh, Too Fast for Love. And medical then, metal. With no and then they shout at the devil. And then they came out with uh, Theater of Pain. <laughs> First two Motley Crue albums were heavy metal. Yeah. I'm not saying Dio did that by any means. I'm just saying it's like you, you kind of moved on. Some of that was just the time, too, because like the mid 80s started to get to be even more decadent and, you know, more cocaine, hence theater pain, stuff like that. So, I mean, the vibe kind of changed with that era. I think it was just another day, maybe. Heavy ass face. Yeah, like your face. Fresh, like riff wise, really good time. Is that that poster? Strangers had some kind of crash components to it. Like the riffs and stuff. Well, like when it speed up after it hits the after they go through the whole clean soft intro thing yeah. and it gets into the faster shit. I was just realizing that hmm. Sunset Superman from Dream Evil was really cool. That actually had kind of a that kind of was one of those things where it was like all oh, the fast shit Dio did was killer, and it was like whenever they did slower stuff, I'm like oh it's slow. Yeah, it's like bro. I think this was the last tape I bought. Which one, Sacred Heart? Or Dream Evil? Dream Evil. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't one of those black metal, you know, we blew the whole budget on the intro kind of things. (laughs) 
Dio. He had a keyboard player do the intro. Crazy. He was on the third album of the solo career. Because he already had a Like his lyric limitry. That was one beautiful thing about Dio's vocals. There was always that very vivid, descript, like theater of the mind shit, like very descriptive vocals. Oh, he painted the scene. I was going to say the other faster song on uh, Dream Evil was Faces in the Window, which is almost. I, I know I say almost thrashy, but it's like, okay, really, Matt? Is it really almost thrash? It's like, well, no, Do you guys ever see Dio live? I, I never did. did. I think I had an opportunity to, and I blew it. No, you did. Was it last year? It was pre-COVID, not too f- long pre-COVID. Uh, long they pre-COVID? did that fucking tour with his hologram. That seems weird. To oh me. yeah, and I didn't know what to think about that, but I did have some friends go, and they said it was a really good show. Really? Cool. Yeah, but yeah, his band playing his songs, and there's a hologram. <laughs> That of just him seems weird on the stage by itself. Yeah, wow. And while yeah, well, he's and he's singing it, that's yeah. cool. I feel like I'd have to have some kind of relaxer in my system. To yeah, really it, when I first it. heard of it, I was like, "That sounds like a terrible way to fucking make a buck." You're just really gonna, yeah. If it was done well, like if it was presented in a way where it was like, "Holy shit!" That that's the most. Mo- like if it exceeded expectations, eh, okay. But otherwise, from my understanding, his wife sanctioned it. She was. She was a pretty yeah. sharp businesswoman, though, Wendy Dio. Yeah, and, I mean, but uh, the my friends who went to see it is, said it was, it, it was tasteful and it was so it was uh, well done. Yeah, yeah. Or, but it was at the I think the Velvet Room. What is the place inside? The is that a name for the vagina? Center stage, sir. <laughs> velvet Room. <laughs> I mean, that's not wrong, right? Or is it the Velvet Room? I hey, honey, what it's can I hang out in the Velvet Room tonight? Center stage <laughs> has a smaller club in it. I forget what it's Doors called. Doors closed, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're under construction. We've got stains everywhere. We got to clean up. <laughs> Somebody got murdered. There's clots in the velvet room. <laughs> oh lord! I spilled the marinara. Oh shit! <laughs> begging to get canceled. Begging to get canceled. Oh man! You hear that, Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, thankfully, our our fond and favorite and honorable listeners are giving us great kudos and commitments and the feedback so if you want to leave us some feedback and ratings please do so in the mail sack the mail sack the sack of mail shall we have one more uh potluck dio song and call it quits or are we like dude we're only in 20 minutes into this man are you uh are you familiar with all these members members oh the band I knew about kind of the original ones, like I knew about Vivian Campbell on guitar, Jimmy Bain on bass, he came, of course, from Rainbow, and Vinnie Apsey on drums, and then Claude Schnell, I think, was added around, like, last in line on the keyboards, and I think that lineup kind of went through Sacred Heart, and then, of course, with Dream Evil, Craig Goldie came on, and then after that, it was Revolving Door. After that, it was basically, Dio was like the Megadeth of heavy... Yeah. Metal. He, he was like the... It was Dio and a bunch of hard guns. He was the Dave Mustaine of, of Dio, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait. Wait. Okay, wait. Hold on. So, Ronnie James Dio was Dave Mustaine of Dio. Of Dio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes perfect sense. In Crazy World... <laughs> Some of those other members, I was not, I was not familiar with the other members. 
Were those dangling members or were those grounded members? I don't even know what that means. Looks like you did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight live albums. Wow. Well, the man was very prolific with his work. Yeah, he should play something more modern because honestly, I never Ooh. listened to any of his you later You should play recordings. Killing the Dragon. That song is badass. Is that a good one? Yes. It from? It, it's from the album Killing the Dragon. So it's like the exciter of Dio. Without, <laughs> oh my without God. being look, man, that, that's a necessary exciter <laughs> reference. But <laughs> we had to get the obligatory. The obligatory insider <laughs> reference, which is funny. I don't know if my computer or my phone is like you know connected to Skynet or not, but it's like I noticed that you know there's a lot of exciter stuff activity out there going on. So maybe it's like it's listening. But it's killing Skynet. the dragon is a killer. Definitely tune. Skynet. This definitely sounds like Dio. And this is from what year? Uh, I think 2002. Oh, cool. Kill recover. was uh, Push and the Tenacious D boys actually had a part in that. They were like open the video. Oh, cool. And they're like playing, you know, Tenacious D style. They're playing Heaven and Hell on the sidewalk. Dio walks up and like drops a coin in their guitar case. And it's like funny. It's just funny as shit. They're like playing like Heaven and Hell, like yeah. changes the lyrics up and shit. But that was the single off of that one. And I, I, I went on like a Dio binge like after he passed away and downloaded a bunch of stuff from a website which i think is no longer in existence but i've still got the downloads and stuff hopefully that doesn't put me on a list oh you're but, on a list i'm sure i'm on a list several probably hopefully a bestseller one one day but the later stuff it's like it kind of there were some things that were still kind of consistent dio but it's like he could he would take some like some of the strange highways stuff like some of that was really heavy and it wasn't really like the old school dio but it was like a different kind of heavy so but i didn't get like big big into the you know the later Dio stuff but the stuff that stood out I always liked like Killing Your Dragons one that was just like holy shit that stands out yeah it was good I yeah. like that one I like it a lot cool uh, shall we shall we end there or shall we pick a pick a one more potluck one or are we like five and a half and three quarters both hours in no uh, we can this is just kind of like a little overview uh, right? overviewness yeah of some Dio action that we will um, yes. nerd out on at some point. Like a Dio Volume 2, perhaps. Volume follow-up. Yes. All right. Well, on that note, then, we should bid you all farewell. Hail to the the Ronnie James. Big hail to the Ronnie James Dio. Without Dio, we would be lost. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen, and others, and everyone. And we will be back at a later time, in a later date, with some later shit. And later. And thank you. And also goodbye. And good night. Bye. And Russ loves Kirby Sons. I do. And I love Nutter Butters. He does. I can't eat them anymore. He likes them. I don't know where he is tomorrow. Look at all the filling from the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> later. Shiny diamonds to you all. Shiny diamonds of cum. Uh, no. I just ruined it. Oh, he fucked it all up. Uh, How'd you do that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can edit that. That's all right.
All right. All right. <laughs> no, we won't edit it. No. Make it raw. I'm going to keep it raw. Raw knee James Dean. <laughs> oh, raw dog. The ripping and the tearing, baby. It's, <laughs> ripping and tearing. Ripping and tearing raw. Go raw dog. <laughs> raw. Yeah, that's Ronnie's nickname for this redneck fans. <laughs> raw, no, raw dog Dio. Raw dog. That's terrible. I shouldn't say that. All right. Thank you for listening. I'll shut up now. Whatever you want. <laughs> Later. Hello, everybody. This is Gazer, the butler. <laughs> You're listening to Metal Nerdery. Go buy their shit at metalnerdery.com slash merch. I've got to go get merely some more pasta sauce. Mm. You can also go to metalnerdery.com slash episodes, a podcast, or whatever the fuck it's called today. But now I've got to go write some songs and resurrect John Paul, George, and Ringo. Anyway. Are you uh, you familiar with all these members? Yeah. <laughs>